It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. Hey, we want to have a good look at the two teams today that are playing in the grand final. And this time of year, everyone's attaching themselves to someone or something to go on with uh, the AFL grand final. Aren't and you they? don't so usually they... like this. Usually, no, I don't. usually you're not a big fan of people putting themselves no. into into a narrative. Inject no, yourself so into the story, Mick. In, inject yourself in the narrative. And someone like myself, I can pretty much go from the back line to the forward line and all the interchange and the emergencies and insert myself somewhere, Zay. But I will start <laughs> with this. I will start with this. Ben Brown, it's, it's a pretty vanilla one. I'll start with a vanilla one. Bat and pad together, throw it to you two, and then we might come back with some um, more unique ones. But Ben Brown, mm. so almost, obviously I'm the coach of Werribee at the moment. Season was cut short. Yeah. Um, just finding my way as a coach. But uh, Ben Brown from Tasmania got brought over to Werribee, um, played really well for a couple of years, and, and now he finds himself on the big stage playing in the grand final today. So clearly I was drafted from Werribee. Yeah. Four, so four years after that. So Ben Brown obviously knew, come down, that's how you get drafted. I paved the way for Ben. Oh, you've created a career for him. I've created the career and put Ben on the big stage today. That's why he'll kick five or six on the big stage because he saw how I played on the big stage on the grand final day and thought, "Mm, let's not go about it that way. (laughs) Let's do it a little bit differently. So that's my... uh, so a, Ben Brown and Werribee. Ben Brown, yeah. So we'll go to Brit, I reckon, because I think Brit's got oh. a couple of uh, saucy ones for us. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going through the team list now, and I'm thinking, how on earth would I <laughs> attach myself to any of these players? I thought, go on, Adam. Things. How many slid into your DMs? <laughs> go on, name them all. No. Um, and I'm just going through. Hayden Crozier did date a friend of mine many moons oh, ago, yeah, that's so lovely. that's probably the link there. I'm sure a couple own horses throughout the, mm. the list as well, we could probably find an attachment there, Beautiful. that's the best I can So adjust. you're virtually in the doggies camp. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and also, that, uh, Hayden Crosby hasn't got a game today, Britt, so he's actually uh, not even playing. Oh, but we're just looking at yeah. team lists. Under the umbrella, to... mate, under the umbrella. Uh, uh, and Hayden Crosby, clearly, again, I can attach myself to the narrative here, was a former teammate of mine, <laughs> um, and he has a great <laughs> yes, story. A great story, Brit. Via Werribee, played at Werribee, uh, saw Werribee, and oh, I'm sure, kissed a girl I'm, from Werribee. <laughs> oh. He tried to kiss a lot of girls, I'll tell you that much, Adam Crozier. Um, but, and i tell you what, he, he's, he's a messy, messy operator. And I think this story came to light during the week. He used to live with Chris Main, and they used to play a lot of Xbox and they used oh, to yeah. get a lot of takeaway. And anyway, Hayden Crozier um, playing Xbox, had a dirty dish over towards the left of the TV. Chris Main goes, Crozier, you mind uh, moving that dish? You know, the dishes are done. Let's just clean that one up and, you know, you're, you're off the hook. Hayden Crozier thought, okay, stuff you, Chris. I'm going to put this dish behind the TV, mm. out, out of sight, out of mind. And it came to surface about four or five months later. Oh, it no. Was behind the TV. Yeah. 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 One day my old man thought on the way home, way back to Melbourne from Lake's entrance, stopped into the seafood co-op, bought a kilo of uh, prawns, ate the prawns, put the shells in the bag under his seat, then went overseas for a month. No. Yeah. yeah and I opened it up and wondered what the smell was. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he's a fool's head. Hey, Zane, Mick. You. Go. Yep. So really quickly got two. Uh, Eastern Wood, I went to his wedding as a plus one. So my wife and Eastern Wood's wife are mates. Mm. Uh-huh. So I was a plus one at that show. And uh, the other one would be in 2016, I was uh, in Positano over in Italy. Beautiful. Now, who I was traveling with, uh, he ran into uh, two AFL players, mm. Josh Kelly and Marcus Bontempelli. Oh. Yeah. Now, I'd never met any of them, admired them from far. Bont had just won the premiership and was the biggest player in town. 
Anyway, the mate of mine, Hayden, goes, look, guys, uh, Positano is not really one of those joints where if you want to get a little snog or something at a nightclub, there's none of that stuff. It's more of a sit mm. in a boat and you, you paddle through the water mm-hmm. together and that you're one. not really meeting too much. So <laughs> throughout the empty invite, would you like to come to dinner with myself, mm. Ben Hayden, and Xavier's landing from with his wife and we, yep, beautiful, the boys come with me. Anyway, we're into dinner. It's like mama's house or something, having a time of our life. Beers are flying down. Anyway, the question came around. Oh, X, do you get? Why didn't you get to do the lap of honour around the MCG on Grand Final day? I said, Oh, well, I was, I was pretty shit. I didn't get to. <laughs> and they, no word of a lie, Bont, Josh Kelly, up on their shoulders, a lap around the Positano <laughs> oh my restaurant. God, that's fantastic. Up I went, <laughs> waving to the crowd of the Italians who had no idea about anything. They would have just been oh. looking at you thinking, who oh, is no, this I've, Australian? I've still got, the photo fool. went up and I put it up, and the first thing that uh, Eastern Wood woke up to was me on Bont's shoulders in Positano. <laughs> he said, I didn't see this as my first photo in the morning. <laughs> oh, there you go. And, and now you've you've got the Lululemon stuff, you've got the uh, active wear. Yes. So you be, you're, you're trimming down for your next uh, your next carrying as well. So Yes. I don't squash the Poor buggers these days. <laughs> the boys had the shoulders taped. Uh, one more from me. I'm looking at a, a big one um, in terms of selection this week. It was Zane Cordy or Ryan Gardner. Yes. Britt, hey, Britt, who would have you gone? Zane Cordy or Ryan Gardner? Gardner. Yeah, okay. Well, you've gone uh, incorrectly Played, there, eight, played but... nine games, won eight this year, Gardner. Yeah, Bevo went the other way. Anyway, uh, Ryan Gardner, I saw it at uh, Woolworths a couple of weeks ago. So there you mm-hmm. go, Ryan Gardner. No, oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you are entrenched. You are entrenched into this doggy's team, mate. Well done. You've done your bit. <laughs> it's grand final day, and the king of the grand final in Perth is Dennis Cometti, Britt. Oh, he is. His final call today. I think uh, everyone is really looking forward to listening to this, and nothing got me more up and about than the video that came out during the week. Listen to this. My beautiful Perth. I love Perth as much as I love footy. Wadjak Noongar land is a long way from the MCG. This place and this mighty stadium is primed and ready. Oh, it gives you goosebumps. Mm. If you haven't seen the video, you have to go see it because <sighs> just aside from Dennis Cometti's silky smooth vocals uh, over the drone footage, I've had a drone before, a very expensive one with all the bells and whistles until I flew it into a tree and it oh. smashed to smithereens. It is the most impressive mm. continuous drone footage. I just have no idea how anyone would have been able so to operate that. I know how. how? So my mate, uh, she, Janine, her husband's production company did it and she texted me saying, have a look at this. And I was like, oh, I'll get to it at some stage. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it's extraordinary. <laughs> wear, it's got, been a busy it's, week, it's not so. done by hand. Oh. It's done with by face. So what? over your eyes and you're moving through the seats with your head. What? Mm. Yes. So it's so, it's it's a glasses on, not with your fingers. So you have you, you it's have like, it basically um, like you're flying. What's that stupid stuff gamers do with their headsets virtual, on? It's vir- virtual. It's like virtual reality sort of VR. stuff. It's VR, VR mate. Stuff. It's yeah, VR yeah. sort of stuff. So the headset goes on. You're in there. And you can see, and you're just diving through with your but head. I couldn't even do that if it was my head to try and dodge some of the. Like they were going through the smallest yeah, of I gaps. Yeah, I know. I mm. know. And it was one take. Bang. Wow. 
That is so impressive. Yeah, mm. we had a drone fly over our place for a while once. It's <laughs> concerning. It, 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 it fell down, and, <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then the and heli- my uh, golf driver found it, and uh, there was no more droney. Yeah, <laughs> and the police helicopters were over the top yeah, of the some stage. Though, hey, Mick, t- it's a police helicopters. <laughs> Have you seen the police drones in Melbourne? Have you been to a park and anything where they're flying above going, uh, you know, get home? No, mate, because I'm always home, locked oh, in. And right. I come to Triple M Studio Saturday morning, then I go home, and then I come back the next Saturday morning. So that's yeah. how I operate. Okay, but Dennis Cometti, let's talk about yeah. Dennis Cometti yeah. and the aura that is the man. You know how you you hear, um, you know, you've heard him growing up. He, his voice has been synonymous with AFL football, um, watching from a young age. And I've been lucky enough to meet him, and, and you, he's he's a person that does not – you usually meet your idols or you meet these mm. heroes, and, and you're underwhelmed. This is not – a circumstance with Dennis Cometti. A humble champion is the way I would describe yeah. Dennis. You hey. say synonymous with footy. I think of my childhood and, you know, the AFL game, the, the Xbox oh, yeah, PlayStation yeah, yeah, game yeah. he did the vocals <laughs> the for. poor graphics. Yeah. I can mm. only, every time I hear his voice, it takes me right back to playing that game. No, it's amazing. So, mm. Mick, I'm in the box with Den today oh, and good. I've played footy for 11 years and this will sit in the top two mm. or three Footy highlights for me will be watching Dennis Cometti sign off. Whatever he says mm. at the end, however he finishes it, hopefully we've got an absolute thriller mm. and he can and do that justice. But it will be absolutely amazing. Yeah, and he's the best uh, best in the business. Yeah. How does his preparation look? When, when he get is he now to the point? Well, clearly he's been in it for forty years. But is the preparation as as thorough as it, as it has ever been, or is it just just clockwork? Rock up, you know your craft, and into it he goes. Uh, let's just say that he's more keen on commentating the familiar teams as opposed to the Gold Coast Suns. Then <laughs> he um, he would much rather the the bigger name players yes. and the bigger name teams. Just makes it a little bit easier for him. But we won't see him again. I know someone said during the week that oh, will he actually? Ret- we will not see Dennis again. I'm I'm telling you that right now. He is. Done and done and mm. looking forward to finishing. And his wife, V, who picks him up, drops him off every game. Aww. They're both going to drive out today mm. at 9.30 and it'll be like they've just been married with tin cans rattling <laughs> off the back. Yeah. It is the perfect way to finish, it isn't is. it? It is. Outstanding. And I, uh, I was lucky enough, way back when, Britt, way back when, you know this, um, this phase and this fad that is podcasting? That, yes. Yeah, I started it pretty much. So back in, um, I did a podcast. You've back done in, a lot today. I have. I have. His first uh, guest was Gardner in the in the shopping mall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Gardner was my first guest in uh, at the Woolworths. But then I actually had Dennis Cometti on. I met met him down at the Swan Brewery, and you know, this is when I had no idea about podcasting or whatever it is. Matt Matt DeBoer gave me the idea, so I just recorded it. Put my iPhone. Oh wow! Um, I, I record <laughs> I record recorded on my iPhone. I put it um, in a in an empty glass facing up. And press record. Bang. How did it the, come out? It, it, it did not come out well. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was very tinny and echoey and um, didn't do the great man a, a huge amount of, um, uh, yeah, a huge Justice. amount of kudos for, for, for what for what he is. But just to sit there, like, to be honest, like Save said, to sit down with him and have a coffee and just yeah. talk about his craft um, was absolutely brilliant. And the man... Um, I might post that photo too. I've got a photo of me. Yeah, oh. good. No, so get involved, mate. Get involved. All you've done on. is yeah. bag people out. No, no, you've no, done no. that it's all year. It's grand final day, Britt. You've got to insert yourself wherever you can. <laughs> Just quickly, Mick. I'll quickly insert myself. Dennis Cometti, you think you beauty. One day he made a line and he said something about me on the field. It was, two, it was round 18, 2008, playing against Collingwood, Friday night. I actually played pretty well for some unusual reason. <laughs> got the ball in the middle, charging through the corridor, Mick. Put it down on the turf, bounced it, come back up to me. Oh, mate, I'm what looking did he that say? good. Xavier Ellis. 
Probably the whitest legs in the country. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be your alarm clock in the morning. No <laughs> 2.9 Triple M Dead Set Legends. Looking forward to Dennis's last game on 92.9 Triple M today and the listener. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota. Grand final day. We're edging closer and closer and closer. We've already given away 1,400 smacks. Ooh. Unbelievable. Up next, we're going to speak to 2016 champion Bulldog Shane Biggs, one of real fan favourite for the Doggies back in the day. Oh, I'm that pumped. I'm that pumped. I've almost forgot me credit. We're here thanks to Newtown Toyota. The all-new Toyota Clue has arrived at Newtown Toyota at East Vic Park. It's a seven-seater SUV available in all-wheel drive hybrid that charges as you drive. Book the test drive at Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. That is my best read I've ever done. Well done, mate. Mick, now, yeah. Brett, you two are the Ds, right? Yep. On the Doggies today, I thought we've got two minutes here. I need you two to pitch to me why you think Melbourne are going to be the one standing up with the cup, post-siren, and I'm going to do the same for the doggies. Mick, Britt, take it away. Who wants to go Did first? Did you watch Brit, them go in first. the prelim? Did you watch the doggies? Yeah, true, true. It's <laughs> a good start again. Chance, yeah, start again. <laughs> no, I just really like what they did. I thought they were so slick in that prelim final. And uh, given that the reason that I am able to go to the grand final today is courtesy of a uh, Melbourne membership, I very firmly had <laughs> yeah. to cement myself in this camp. That was the rule on the tickets I got Absolutely. given was I had to support the Ds as well. I just think, but yet you're going for the doggies. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was really bullish on the Ds. And still, I'm sticking with the tip because it's out there. I'm, go- I'm going with today's. But it, the two-week lead-up gives you some time to think about all the different um, situations that can arise. And the dogs, their midfield depth is great. D's have got a good midfield. Dogs have got a good midfield. If they can hang in there, the D's in the midfield, with the with the stars they've got. So it's not, not like it's um, a, a case too far. Like, they are going to go well through the middle of the ground. But... Either end of the ground, I do have concerns for the dogs, whereas the Ds, you know, those that really set up um, back line with Petty, May, Lever against the dogs forwards, where do their goals come from? So it hasn't been uh, really rich pickings for, for key forwards to stand up on the big stage and, and kick a bag. If it's Aaron Norton, kudos to him, and the dogs are a big chance to win. But, um, yeah, I just think the Ds bat too deep either end of the ground. Why do you uh, like the doggies? Well, I think they bat far too deep in the midfield. Mm. And I think it's going to be an absolute ambush in the first quarter. Liver's going to get his nose in the trough. He's going to be the biggest pig in the history of Perth. He He's going to bash him up. Bond's going to be too classy. McRae's going to have 40. Then you go to Melbourne. Well, who have they got in the midfield? Harms. Yep. Yeah, okay. Mm. And, yep. You go Trelaw, Dunkley, Bailey Smith. Those mm. are the next three best midfielders. They bat so deep. I feel as though that there might be one of those games where they all pop up. You know, Bot might kick two. McRae might kick one. Mm. Bailey Smith might kick two. And you say mm. that uh, where they're going to get the goals from. Well, they're in a grand final. So they've come mm. from somewhere throughout the entire season. I think the dogs, the buyers suited them unbelievably well, like it did in 2016. To get the week off after traveling around the world six times, I think the dogs are absolutely primed. Steve May's hamstring has to be a concern. Mm. He heard it, hasn't played, hasn't done anything mm. since. I don't know. I just feel like Aaron Norton, too, he's got a little bit of Tom Hawkins 2011 about him. Which team do you feel would be more nervous going into the game today? Melbourne. Yeah, and I agree with that. I think there's more on the Melbourne situation than the dogs. They would be embracing this underdog tag. And mm. I think the, the dogs, for mine, what's the feel in Perth in terms of the neutrals? Who, who are they gravitating towards? Nah, they're with Brit. 
They're the days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I, think, I think everyone's wrapped up in the fairy tale, yeah. the long drought. That, yep. That's yep. the that's the romance of it. So I think a lot of people have sort of edged their way into that. I would, say, I would say seventy percent today will be yeah. days. Mm. I, th- yeah. I feel like, and I feel like in the eastern states, it's, it's well in Victoria, it's seventy um, percent dogs of the neutrals because Melbourne right. can be that side. Uh, a bit polarising these Melbourne supporters. Yeah, I'm big as this. Bit, mm. Had a mate of mine go. I've never seen the streets dressed up like this before in my life. I've never seen so much colour. He lives in Turak. <laughs> he, he, live, he actually lives in Turak and doesn't mm. leave that suburb. I'm yeah. shocked. I am yeah. absolutely shocked. Mm. Turak, Do you think it'll be close? Turak and Mount Buller. The only <laughs> places with scarves out. Hey, what was that, sorry? Do you think it'll be a close game? Margins. I'm thinking 19 points to doggies, Mick. I'll go with uh, the dogs. Uh, sorry. The yes, dogs. Oh, I, got right. I got it. <laughs> D- D's, D's by four goals. Brit. Oh, four goals. I mm. think eight points. To the D's. Yep. Close. Oh, well, time stamp it. I can only be right so often. I'm more excited than I was when... I won't even say what I was going to say. It got me a bit of trouble once. Uh, Britt Taylor, what have we got now? <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that, but... Uh... When uh, his uh, wife... No, 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 get out, get out. His Britney, wife was Britney, pregnant and you're <laughs> Britt Taylor, what do you got for us? Well, <laughs> on a completely different note, when I saw the list of uh, grand final umpires come out, there is a one Michael Barlow, boundary umpire, his very first grand final, and I thought our great friend here, Mickey, had found a way to get into WA, but it's not the case. It isn't the case, Britt, no. <laughs> uh, my namesake is going to do big things on the big stage today, and I think umpires, are get they, well, I know umpires are guaranteed a medal. So yeah, they, they are. Michael Barlow, the boundary umpire from Canberra. Bravo. Well done. You've done it. You've and done I found it. some fun facts about oh, here we go. Michael Barlow, right, hey, what are you the umpire. Well, he's how umpiring from journey. Canberra? How the bloody hell's he in? Mm. I don't know. Hey, I, I'll tell you how he's in. Okay. I've found that out yeah. as well. I've done some research here, guys. Mm. So he began his umpiring journey at 12 years old to oh, earn a bit of pocket money. Bless That's him. sweet. Umpires so, are super important. So, yep. Good. This so is his 95th he, day away mm. from his bed Jeez. because obviously... On the road. You On forget the road. about the umpires. Everyone yeah. talks about the players. Oh, so yeah. sorry for the players. What about the umpires? The circus so continues. He, he's a Canberran, a boundary umpire. You know the roads in Canberra are all circular, so it's pretty easy to um, <laughs> train. train for a boundary umpire. You're just running around the roundabout. <laughs> so they're, they're obviously running machines. You know a little bit about uh, going for the morning run, so that's why I did think for a mm. second that it could well be you. Mm. How many kilometres do you do on average in a morning? Um, Saturdays, I'm anywhere between six and ten. Yeah, but he you, would do you a need bit more. to lift. You need okay. to get that a bit higher. They run an average of seventeen kilometres per game. Okay. Um, now, this is what I found interesting: is how on earth do you get selected to be the umpire? Well, they have an um, there's a coach, a boundary coach who's scoring <laughs> mm. them mm. on everything that they do, and the top sixteen scores get into the final series, and the top four from that get the grand final. Did, did, there you think go. That, did you think that uh, like there was just someone out the front of the gate on an AFL game day and they just look for someone who's <laughs> relatively fit and be like, oh, can you come and be the boundary? They go, they do you go mind copying abuse? Yeah, they go to Mick. Gee whiz, you look like a bit of a weed, mate. You want to run the boundary <laughs> yeah. line? A little saggy bugger. <laughs> so there you go. There, that's a little bit about Michael Barlow, the boundary umpire yes. and not our esteemed colleague. Nah, and they respect the umpires have got an important job. They're part of the occasion like everyone else in WA thinks they are today, so enjoy it. Sit back and relax. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.